If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into the program. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard live in downtown Las Vegas. Circuit Resort and Casino is your spot, uh, spot. NFL talk with Adam Chernoff coming up in about five minutes. He is the uh, new product manager over at Covers and the voice of the Simple Handicap podcast. Does a great job in the NFL. We'll uh, see who he's high on this year in this sport, what he thinks of the Colts, maybe some division winners with him. As well, So now the Colts, we found out again yesterday, the timeline for Wentz, very strange. Between five and 12 weeks, like what do you even make of that? I mean, five weeks, he's good to go potentially by week one. 12 weeks, uh, you know, I'll talk to you around gobbler season, uh-huh. around Thanksgiving, November, whatever. I mean, it's just it's silly to hear something like this with professional athletes. You never get a timetable this open-ended or this vague. But... You know, as Michael Lombardi tweeted out earlier today, you can stop it with the Nick Foles talk. He is guaranteed $4 million this year, $5 million next year. Specifically when the Colts just traded for Carson Wentz, they're probably not going to go all in on another guy because Wentz got hurt. Not going to happen. The Mortensen tweet's pretty good, although I think the Colts are being a little aggressive here and optimistic about what could happen. The killer is the the 5-12 to week scenario, but the Mortensen tweet was not trading for Foles, Minshew, or, or Mariota. Begins rehab after two weeks. Hasn't been ruled out for week one, but it's optimistic. Relatively safe surgery. And rehab gets uh, complicated. Then another uh, QB and a veteran will be considered. But you're right. Because of the first five games, how do they survive and navigate this? If it's Eason, well, take your pick 
Ellinger, Hunley, whatever. Who's the other kid? Morton? And Seattle, Rams, at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore. It's, oh, it's very difficult. Brutal. I mean, the other thing, it flips, though. As you said, like if you wanted to, you can't wait to run to the window or to the app to take the Titans. $1.35 to win the division here at Circa. I did see them yesterday, one fifty to make the playoffs, and then as high as $1.80 to win the division. But then it flips week six through yeah, ten. Because here's where they can make some hay. Starting in week six, the Colts go Texans at home, at the Niners, tough. Then Titans, Jets, Jags at home for three straight. Meanwhile, the Titans, week six through ten, they go Bills, Chiefs, at Colts, at Rams, Saints. So you think by the end of week ten, maybe the Colts are going to be right there with them, possibly neck and neck for the division. And, you know, others expect Jacksonville to be in the mix. And Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. is going to be that good yeah. as a quarterback. Just, Eason's going to have to be a game manager. But here's the thing, right? The expectations in the first five games. Well, I don't know what to expect. I mean, that could it's, be. They, they, they could be one and four. They might be 0 and five. You know, maybe two and three might be best case. But I tell you that with Carson Wentz, maybe the best case was two and three anyway. And the whole notion of, well, he's reunited now with Frank Reich. He's going to be the same guy. How do you know that? How? Based on what we've seen with, with this guy since that 2017 season. I have more data now from 2018 until last year than you had in 2017 to tell me he's going to be good. I can come back with a million things and say, no, he's not, and here's why. Yeah. The, the guy was, you were pulling your hair out last year as an Eagles fan or an Eagles better, watching him zoom around in the pocket. 50 sacks. Avoiding to throw the ball away. Yep. Like, Carson, you've been in the league now for a while. Where's the pocket presence? You should be better than this at this point. And 15 interceptions in 12 games. I mean, are we not giving Tennessee enough credit? With Tannehill, Henry, Brown, Julio. Who's stopping that team? It's a very good offense. The, the problem is going to be the defense. And can they win every game 31-30, I think that, yeah, yeah. But it's going to be tough to stop. That, that, that is one hell of a form, you know, very formidable, formidable on offense for sure, like you just said. Because Henry can be that guy doesn't appear a guy who's going to you know slow down anytime soon, right? With how big he is, and he gets you know the old cliche is he gets better as you give him more carries. Well, it kind of fits with him. What do I stop? I can't sell out to stop the run. I mean, I'll, these guys will bury me deep. Oh, I can't. you're gonna have to double probably AJ oh. a lot this year, Julio. That could open it, you know, if Julio stays healthy this year, that's always been the problem. Like, I love Julio Jones. Love him. The problem is, it's like every single week now for the last three or four years, ah, game time decision. He's got the turf toe, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You didn't know if he's going to be close to 100%. Hell, you didn't know if he's going to play, you know, half the game's going back. But then you have, you know, first-year head coach in Jacksonville, first-year quarterback. The Texans should be a complete mess across the board. Mm Mm-hmm. Welcome into the program today. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. We'll open this hour talking about the National Football League. Is a friend of the show, Adam Chernoff, now uh, the new product manager over at Covers, joins the program. Congratulations, by the way, on the gig. How are you today? Doing fantastic, and especially more so than I'm back with you guys chatting football. You've got the suits on. You're looking great. I'm underdressed, but I'm ready to go. Good to go. Uh, we're, we're talking about the Colts here to begin this hour. Now with Wentz, again, the timetable here, Adam, very tricky to, to get your, you know, get a, 
uh, uh, an idea of what's going to happen. Five to 12 weeks? What? In the NFL nowadays? Okay, so other than that, what do you make of the first five games in the schedule like we talked about? And then the way it looks as of right now, probably sticking with Jacob Eason, as Reich said, next man up. Yeah, 5 to 12, like give us a little bit oh. more of something to work with there. Um, I was watching the interview with Reich yesterday after their practice at camp, and he was trying to sort of allude to different things. But as it sounds like we really won't know anything more for about two to three weeks, there's the surgery happened yesterday afternoon. Now they have to wait, and it won't be until he starts rehabbing that they can really like dial in that timeline and give us something a little bit more manageable. But, so we're sort of stuck here, but... Yeah, exactly. Like, as you guys were alluding to at the uh, last hour where Polly was saying, like, how long can they survive? The big thing here, beyond just the first five games, like, let's say that this pushes into the latter part of October. In the first eight games, the Colts have the most difficult schedule in the NFL. Six of the teams that they face favored to make the playoffs. And then you throw in Miami, who is a plus 115 shot to make the playoffs as well. So seven of those eight games to begin the season absolutely brutal for the Colts to have to deal with uncertainty at quarterback. But I guess like a little bit of me is sort of uncertain here. Like why were we excited about Wentz to begin with? Sure. And you guys were sort of alluding to that as I was let in, but like last year he was 37th in completion percentage above expectation, which if you can count, there's 32 starters in the NFL. So if you're rating 37th in what your job is supposed to be completing passes, like that's not very good. And I don't remember anyone that was very, upset whether you be an Eagles fan or just sort of a fan of the game in general when Wentz was ultimately benched for Hertz last season. And so, like, we're sort of making this an enormous deal, but, like, does it really matter for this team? Does it, is Wentz really going to come back and be that guy we saw a couple of years ago? There's been nothing in the last few seasons that proved that he can. And, I'm, I mean, there's still issues on this offensive line on the left side with Costanzo departing. He was an enormous part of this Colts team that isn't really getting discussed either. Team was four and seventeen with this phenomenal offensive line and games Costanzo missed. And there you can't go back and find enough interviews mentioning just how important he was to that offensive line. Wentz is going to be out for the first seven to eight games potentially. So is Eric Fisher, the replacement that they yep. brought in off of that torn Achilles. So there's more injury issues here beyond just Wentz at the quarterback spot. It's a pretty dicey situation right now for the okay. Colts going in. Okay, so so now because of what happened here. Can you make a case for a long shot in this division? I think I'm making the case for the Jags. They're one of the few bets that I've placed in the offseason so far. i like them to win the division, and that number's coming down. It's a long shot, I know, and it's, it's more likely going to be a loser than it will be a winner, but I'm looking at this division. We just talked about the issues that the Colts have. I think the Titans, without Arthur Smith, and he's a guy that I haven't been huge on, but really was sort of driving that offense forward despite what Vrabel has kind of sort of tended to try to turn that team into. And we sort of give Vrabel way too much credit for a couple of the late game calls that he makes that get publicized. But now with Smith out of the picture, I have to wonder what that offense ultimately turns into. And if this is going to be sort of that defensive focused team that can't really say that they can feel the defense that can be anywhere above average this season. So if that becomes the focal point and we sort of see a transition year without Smith and trying to find the right offensive coordinator, I think the Titans potentially slightly overpriced despite all the talent they have offensively. The Texans, I mean, they're going to be a write-off. I think we can all agree on that, that they're the worst team in football. But the Jags, like, 
if Trevor Lawrence is anywhere close to as good as we think he's going to be and sort of lives up to those Andrew Luck-like accolades coming out of the draft, then this is an offense that has plenty of weapons outside. They've got one of the best backfields in football. It, I'm sure coaching staff, like, question marks there about what they're ultimately going to be, but they could have done a lot worse than Daryl Bevel as their offensive coordinator. I'll tell you that. And if Urban Meyer can just be sort of an average head coach, we've seen college coaches coming out of the ranks the last seven or eight years. They've taken their teams and improved them quite a bit. So that college coach trying to make the jump stigmas been sort of reduced as the game changes here, like seven to one, eight to one available to win the division. I think the Jags, if they can just find a way for their defense to be even just below average, just sort of sustain it, then there's plenty of potential here in this week of a division for the Jags to do something. Okay, how about another division, the NFC East? And Washington was a great story last year. Dallas couldn't stop anybody. They think it's going to be different this year. But how about the Giants? And I think the big question is, when do you get Barkley back? Because Danny Dimes is a different quarterback when he's on the field. Different quarterback when he's on the field, but just additions in the offseason were all nailed that are going to go a long way to support him. He's still got a lot of veteran pieces in place. They're another team that I'm just looking at that division, and I see issues potentially with the Cowboys. There's a lot of question marks on both sides of the football there. The Eagles, brand-new coaching staff bringing in Mm -hmm. an offensive coordinator that's never called plays. There's a huge transition there for them. A lot of big names on the offensive and defensive side, but beyond that, the depth is a huge area of concern. And Jalen Hurts, like, uh, it was great. He came in and faced some weak competition down the stretch, but his numbers very Wentz-esque in the games that he produced, just a 51% completion percentage, and now he's the full-time starter. So I think that's a huge question mark for them. And Washington, the football team's sort of been like the the popular pick of the offseason. But, like, you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Heineke in there behind them, Mm-hmm. Like, of all the depth charts within the league, you start to look at that quarterback situation for Washington, and it's like, it's the team everyone wants to talk about because of the defense, because of the pass rush, because of the secondary. But, like, I think it's a pretty easy case to make that they have the worst quarterback room within that division, even with Hurts in that discussion, too. And yet they're getting a lot of the talk and the discussion. So I'm just looking at the division. I see the experience. I see sort of the health coming back for the Giants. On both sides of the football, they managed to keep some key pieces within the front seven. At the price where they're sort of matched with the Eagles for longest odds within that division, it's another long shot that I think is worth taking, and it's one of the other bets that I've made here in the offseason, taking the Giants to win that division right around plus 350, um, sitting there right now available too, so I think that's a nice number to have in your pocket. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting uh, Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest product manager now, at covers and an excellent handicapper in the National Football League. I was listening to a recent podcast that you did called The Simple Handicap as well. Um, you were talking about Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Do you like the Rams this year because of the upgrade at quarterback? And do you like Stafford that much more than Goff in general, or are you just super high on Stafford overall? I like anyone more than Goff. More. Okay. <laughs> I'll take anybody. Um, so it's, it's a gigantic upgrade. But... I think it's important to put the Rams and this price point in perspective. So they're at 10 and a half win. Historically, double-digit win totals go over 45% of the time. And so we have a handful of teams this season that have double-digit wins. So there's Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, San Francisco, Seattle, and the Ravens. And if I'm looking at all of those other teams, 
I'm probably a lot more comfortable with five or six of them, the exception being San Francisco, potentially going over that win total than I am with the Rams. And despite it being an obvious upgrade, really, like I think the big sort of positive side here for the Rams is, remember when McVeigh came into the league and sort of took over the Rams and he introduced 11 personnel and was running all these different formations we never saw before. And it was, it like took the league by surprise and everyone wanted a piece of it. Yep. It was this new thing and it was different and teams really didn't know how to game plan for it because it was so different and unique. And over time, everyone figured out the blueprint to beat McVeigh with Goff and how to generate pressure on him and how he was relying on McVeigh giving him reads and his headset up to the communication cutoff and the quarters defense that was implemented. Like they figured it out. And that was a really big challenge for McVeigh to overcome. And they sort of were winning despite Goff and the limitation. And so now this year, I think that big advantage for them is going to be that we don't know what it's going to look like with Stafford. There's that uncertainty that comes back again. But despite all that, like this high win total can't ignore the fact that the Rams lost six coaches from last season. The offensive line is getting very old. Uh And with that Packers game, like I was pretty big last year on the show here with you guys about how that Rams schedule of opposing offense is very much cushioned by the fact that they were playing Uh backup quarterbacks. And it was a very easy schedule. And they put up these ridiculous numbers all year. So I think there's a huge step back coming defensively. They didn't add any defensive starters in the offseason. In addition to those coaches that departed, they lost Hill and Johnson, who's the play caller within the secondary. And now that schedule goes from very easy last year. They're projected to face the fourth most difficult schedule this season. And it's the largest increase for any team after facing the fifth easiest last year. So they go from one of the easiest to one of the hardest. It's the biggest gap of any team, and it's skewed towards there being strength and opposing offenses. And so it's going to be a very big difference for this Rams team. And again, like you're looking at these huge win totals, it's very difficult for teams to exceed them. We've got a handful this year because of the increase of the extra game for the schedule. But if I'm looking at some of these double-digit teams to go over, I'm more comfortable with other teams in that list than I am with the Rams. I think there's just too much that can go wrong. Yeah, those are good points there, especially with Goff. But... It's a great discussion because, as Peter King wrote Monday, they've been to the Super Bowl with Goff. They look at Stafford as the savior. He's, what, 33? He's never won a big game in his life. People used to kill Tony Romo. But we want to praise Stafford and say, okay. So it's an interesting discussion. What do you think of the Bengals and what Burrow's going to do coming back? I'll tell you what. If you can find Burrow to lead the league in passing right around 25-1, to 1, I think that's another one of those bigger bets that you should put in your pocket this preseason. And the, the interesting thing about this team and like this bet in general is leading the league in passing in recent years has not necessarily been correlated to win. Last year, Deshaun led the league in passing four wins for the Texans. Jameis was the year before he had seven wins with the Bucks. And even when Roethlisberger led the league a couple of seasons ago, that was only a nine-win Steelers team that finished second in the division. So it's not like the Bengals have to go out and win this difficult AFC North just for Burrow to have potential to lead the league in passing yards. It's really a matter of how often will Cincinnati be trailing and how many attempts can we expect to get from Burrow over the course of the season. Volume leads to yardage, and that's ultimately what this bet is going to be. And so I'm looking at the Bengals as a team. Secondary is going to be horrendous. The front seven, they're not going to be able to generate pressure for another year. They did very little 
to secure either of those spots. So it's going to be a defense that struggles. They're facing, obviously, very difficult offensive opponents within that division, but it becomes a difficult offensive schedule, but they face the sixth easiest schedule of opposing defenses. And where that sort of gets me excited is last year with Burrow in those 10 games, when the Bengals were trailing, their pass rate went up to 66%. That was the third highest in the league. So Zach Taylor was very quick to flip. When they fell behind, pass rate went through the roof. And so when I'm looking at the schedule, the Bengals underdogs in 15 games, likely to be trailing a lot of the time throughout the course of the season. That's going to mean more pass attempts, um, more potential for yardage from Burrow. And you add in the addition of uh, Chase in the draft. You have Higgins from last year. Boyd um, came through and looked really good last year. This is arguably like a top six to seven receiving core within the league. And so it's a team that's likely to be trailing a lot. It's a team with a quarterback that we saw last year is willing to push the ball downfield when trailing a coaching staff that's going to support that, a defense that's not going to keep them in games and sort of force the issue for passing the football. With those receivers and those skill players, I think it's a potential here that we see a really big season from Burrow, and there's a really big price going alongside that right now. If you can find that 25-1, to 1, I think that's a really good number. Uh, for this team that's going to play to a lot of overs. Adam, I like it a lot. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about that uh, the prop that's available, and Burrow was a name that we kicked around here in Las Vegas. I mean, this is why, I mean, have different outs, shop around, find the best number. 25-1 to 1 is available right now at uh, DraftKings. But we said, like, at, at the books where it's available here in town, he's 10-1 to 1 or 16-1. to 10-1 to 1 is certainly unbettable, but if we could find 25-1, to 1, I am 100% going to bet Joe Burrow this year. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. So you're the voice of the Simple Handicap Podcast. You're doing a great job breaking down team previews. It's only like, what, between 9 and 15 minutes every single day. And you're doing that uh, until the lead-up of the, of the football season? Doing it till the lead-up of the football season. And then for the fourth year, going to be back every morning during the regular season talking about games, lines, odds movement, um, really short episodes every single morning just to get you on your way and get caught up to date with what's going on in the NFL. Excellent, and we're looking forward to having you on every single week during the season as well. Thank you, Adam. We appreciate the time. Fantastic, guys. Great to be back with you. You're both looking great. Keep it up, and I'm looking forward to chatting football all season. Sounds good, and follow him on Twitter as well. At Adam Chernoff, he is the new product manager over at Covers, and uh, we are live today, as always, from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info that you need. You're going to get real-time bet tracking. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at OddsTrader.com. Yeah, I mean, I looked as he was talking about Burrow, just to confirm that, I see 10-1 to and 16-1 to here in Las Vegas, 25-1 to at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Good oh, breakdown. Oh, excellent breakdown. Right. I, again, I am baffled and stunned by the, 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 the Stafford Rams talk. I, I really am. This guy? This guy. 33 years old. Okay, now so, yeah, he would. It makes sense what he's saying, though. The clear upgrade from golf. You can agree on that. Upgrade. Yeah, he's an upgrade from I golf. Say, you know, I, don't, I don't agree with gigantic. The, the problem is, and as he, he pointed out many problems, this team is very thin. Like, they don't have a lot yeah, of depth because yeah. they pay all their stars so much money. We already seen Akers go down. What if they get, what if somebody, like, other offensive line, defensive line, whatever it is, be a killer for this team this year? Uh, Win some, lose some. Coming up next here on Follow the Money.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday... I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you VIP material? DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash Visa to learn more. Everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, which is awesome. It's a beautiful app. Piece of cake. Easy to use. New customers get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Promo code Visa to claim your exclusive offer. DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Time for win loose. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. 
Follow the Money Looks Back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. And win some, lose some. Let the education commence. Yeah, you call this a bad beat. Also, it's bad for the books. Team USA opened 11 and a half. It got to 15, and it fell 14. For whatever reason, Durant lays it in on a, uh, with like 12 seconds left, uh, up 12, to put it on 14. I mean, they were, what, they were down 10 in that game? Is that what it was? We, we talked yeah, 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 and tied at halftime. Yeah. Uh, had a bad shooting display in the first half. We talk about that all, time, all the time in the regular season, Paulie. The gentleman's agreement. Yeah, that's right. Run out the Come clock. On. What are you doing? And then, yeah, uh, they don't give up a point in the last 90 seconds. Someone just scored. Who was it? We're in like 120th minute. Someone just scored. Uh, okay. Uh, another bad beat. Total was 8.5 in the Phillies game. It's 1-1 in the bottom of the seventh. All hell breaks loose in the ninth. Lose some. Raise 160 up to two dollars. No good. Yankees 235 up to 280. What was that? I got an email on that last night. The guy's right. The highlight of the game was the calf. Yep. Like, Ten people trying to chase that. Where did he come from? What's a what's a, how's a cat get out there? And he's running around for like I'm ten intrigued minutes. By that. Sure. Yeah. And bad for the books. The Giants. I did it again. They're ten and one this year against Arizona. Dollar sixty up to two dollars. Got Harry. It was seven to one in the fifth, and they blew it. But uh, they won an extra innings. By the way, that goal came in the 115th minute right now for Spain against Japan. Okay. And the winner here goes on to take on Brazil for the gold medal. 115 minutes, zero goals scored in almost 120 minutes. You get to that point, you're going to go to PKs, and mm. uh, this the body language on Japan when it went in, obviously, as you can imagine, just like. Yep. Are you serious? Lose some right here. Our backyard. Yeah, why not? August 2nd, you still got the reef up. So you're all in now. You're pot committed. You're not taking it down now. You've almost made it to Christmas. So you're keeping keeping the Christmas reef up. Yeah, you are. There you go. There's a beautiful shot there. Win some. I believe in Chicago. La La Palooza. This guy's getting ready for the concert. The day before, he buried a bottle of vodka in there. And he comes right back. All right, I'm ready for the concert. Gonna be oh there it is, I'm ready to go. I remember my spot. X marks the spot. Case. Sure, that's what you call an advantage play. <laughs> Very good. Something. Uh this is good. This is why you don't fake throw a stick. No fake throw here. You see it is. There's the fake with the dog. And he comes back to the other side, and then why? Uh, boom! Oh! oh! The poor dog, he takes out the owner. He never thought that one through. Ass over tea kettle, and the door's open. They both go slamming into the door. Now, the owner's in a world of hurt, and the dog's fine. Look at him. I mean, he hit that thing hard. The, the person and the door, and he's fine. He's like, what's your problem? Shake it off. Let's go. <laughs> and this is Maurice, the orangutan in Indonesia. Lady drops her glasses in the zoo. He picks it up. I know what to do. Piece of cake. And wearing the glasses, and after about 90 seconds of, I know how it works. Future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Uh-huh. He fires, fires the shades right back to the owner. Beautiful, yeah. like Brady to Evans. Put it right on her. Almost like a frisbee. Just like <laughs> yes, it was. Here you yeah, go. It's like, look at that. That's awesome. Yep. There you go. Okay. By the way, in uh, Tokyo, the Australia Argentina game. Yeah. The Aussies, the Boomers, lane nine. Yeah. They're up 88 52. 88 52? Argentina led 22 to 18 at the end of the first quarter. They've scored 30 points since. 
Wow. They have 15. Check that. They have 19 points in the second half now. Okay, so that's who Team USA plays. It's a 49-19 to 19 run in the second half. Mamma mia. And then Luka takes on France. Yeah. It's not going to be an easy game for them, for Slovenia. It's been kind of easy for them so far. France is going to be tough. France, the same team that put the kibosh down mm-hmm. on uh, Team USA in the first game yep. back in um, pool play. And USA, again, th- that was tied at halftime. Tied before they outscored by 14 in the second half. Nick Bogdanovich in the program coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll get to our in-pocket plays. Recap yesterday. God, do we have to. And uh, talk about our plays today coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. Time now for In Pocket Plays. I need to go back and uh, recalibrate with the baseball. Yesterday, getting key with the parlay. Brewers got there. It doesn't matter. Yankees got beat. Had no chance to win the game. They were absolutely pathetic again. Terrible across. I, I can't even believe I watched the game. It was a I disgrace. I, yes. If, I, if I'm a Yankees fan, I'm breaking things last night. Against that team and uh, Lopez, who stinks and you've owned so far this year. Good uh, tweet earlier today from Mike. They have not scored more than four runs since July 21st. What? Yeah. The Yankees. Wow. Can you show up at some point, guys? Thanks. Uh, the season's almost done. But anyway, that's a losing bet last night. Stupid, hate myself, never bet the Mariners, dumb. The Mariners is something that I told a buddy of mine last night. The first two months of the season, I would have easily been on the Mariners. I was, whatever. So I got to just go back and get back to the basics this year with baseball betting. Uh, you can laugh all you want at this bet. I locked in an MVP bet for the NBA season. I'll forget about it during the year. Uh, Zach Levine, 150 to 1. Uh, Bulls, I think, are not done making moves. I would like to see them add DeRozan yet. And I will. Go back to tell you that before last year, I bet Devin Booker at a big price and Trey Young at 200 to one to win the MVP. Those numbers will never ever be around ever again. Booker's like 14 to one this year. Trey Young's 20, maybe, maybe. So Zach Levine, 28, five and four last year. If they can be a playoff team, whatever, top four, top five seed potentially. I know, I know I'm talking about ceiling here. I'm taking a shot with him at 150 to one. All right, my friend. Well, same thing. They got they got me too. I mean, I had over nine and a half. I get seven runs out of Baltimore. I get no help from the Yankees. Three hits. Three hits. Three. Nothing like for the first five. I'm going to go longest touchdown from scrimmage, under 96 and a half yards. Fun prop. That's a good, that's potentially a really fun Season-long sure. bet yep. that you could also lose in week one. Yes, true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fun. And I'm doing it for the third year in a row. I'm 0-4 the last two years. We mentioned this prop earlier. Uh, now it changes with the added game. But will a team win at least 15 games? I'm going to say no minus 135. Will the team lose 15 games or more? Yes is minus 135. Last year, Jets... 2-14, Jacksonville 1-15, Kansas City 14-2. 2019, 
Cincinnati 2-14, Ravens 14-2. 2017, Brownies didn't win a game. 2016, they won one. San Francisco was 2-14, the Patriots were 14-2. 2015, Carolina was 15-1. 2014, Tennessee and Tampa won two games. Likewise, Houston in 2013. Same 2012, Jacksonville and Kansas City, 2-14. The 2-14's all over the joint. Mm -hmm. 2011, the Colts 2-14. So were the Rams and the Packers went 15-1. And in 2010, New England was 14 and 2, Carolina was 2 and 14. Okay. It's going back. So, so you're betting on. I don't think someone's going to go 15 and 2. Okay. All right. Copy that. But you think it's possible for a team to go yes. 2 and 15? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, based on the history here and especially what happened last year. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Jack, Jacksonville's lucky they won a game. I mean, they were, they were close. Yeah. I mean, they went overtime with Minnesota. Two point conversion attempt that came down to against sure. uh, uh, Cleveland. They were different right. teams. Cleveland was in there. But yeah, but. Of course, week one against the Colts. You know what's uh, interesting to me to the with the Texans on a bet like this, the one that you pointed out, a team to, you know, will a team lose 15 games? Or hell, even with like a Texans win total, potentially like an alternate win total, whatever, uh, they can win week one. Like they get Jacksonville in week one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If they go to 1-0, and it's all of a sudden, well, now I got 16 games here. I got the under on everything. I got them to be the worst team in the NFL. I have them to, you know, maybe lose 15 games. You win week one, that's all of a sudden, like you need everything to go right for you over the next, you know, four months of the year. Going back recently off the top of my head, how well have successful college coaches done? I'm just going, I'm, I'm trying to think. Spurrier? Yeah, not good. Spurrier was not good. How many guys have given it a shot? I had to look that up. Compared to like Sa- Saban didn't work out, but Sa- well Saban was all he's got a, a, a crazy resume, but he also guy won nine games with Gus Farratt. Matt Rule comes to mind. Oh, good one, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, very good. Charlie Weiss, motor disaster. Well, no, he didn't know. No, other way, other. Direction. Yeah, I went the other way around. Um, I think this isn't that more of a basketball thing where college coaches okay. make the leap to the NBA. And the NFL is more like assistance, but I get your point. I mean, it's happened for sure. I mean, Adam Chernoff just made a case for Jacksonville to win their division. Adam Hill, our buddy, uh, when I was doing the show with him a couple of weeks ago, he said that he thinks Jacksonville can absolutely be a disaster this year. He doesn't have faith in Urban Meyer at all. I could, I could buy into that. I could buy into either one of those with that week sure. of a division. Yep. Another good prop we talked about earlier. Will a quarterback throw for 500 yards this season? Regular season. Yes, minus 360. No, 3-1. to one. Happened twice last year, once in the playoffs. Ben did it against Cleveland. Dak did it against Cleveland in the regular season. Or that game was drunk. That yes, game, it was. Cleveland was up big early, and they had to hang on late. Goff did it 2019 against Tampa. Great job, guys, with the graphics and the list here. Team, date, so on. Brady in the Super Bowl. Okay, but that doesn't but, count, though, right? No, no. This is a regular season prop. Ben has done it four times. It's amazing. Ben also did it 2017 against the Ravens. Carr and Matty Ice, 2016. Breeze and Rivers, 2015. Ben again in 2014. Romo in 13. Stafford, Schaub, Eli, 2012. Brady, 2011. Ben again in 2009. Breeze, 2006. Gerbach in 2000. Boomer Esiason in 96. Warren Moon, 1990, and then it gets nuts. Then you go Marino in 88, mm. Sims in 85, 
YA Tittle in 62, Norm Van Brocklin in 51. You know, I, I remember a lot of these games as you're running them down, Paul. Oh. Like the Raiders game for Derek Carr. Yeah. I want to say at the time, the Raiders set the all-time record for penalties in a game. right. Yeah. And they won it in overtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this part of the show brought to you by Bet Rivers with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting and to make your experience even more rewarding. Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time play through Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com, New Jersey, and you must be 21 years old to play. Nick Bogdanovich on the program coming up next with William Hill Sportsbooks. A lot to talk about with him. Uh, you mentioned this yesterday, the overall liability that they have on the Giants to win the World Series. It is a huge number. And what does he think of the Evander Kane story? Have athletes, have professional athletes tried to bet with him before? If so, what's the procedure? We'll ask Nick coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team now. is also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at vsin.com slash Subscribe. Nick Bogdanovich joins the program now with William Hill Sportsbooks across the country. Uh, Nick, thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm doing great, gentlemen. Yourself? Doing really well. Really well. Let's begin in a little little Major League Baseball here for you today. The Giants won again last night. They continue to be a great story. They're leading the National League West this morning by three and a half games. Like everything combined here to win that division, to win the NL, to win the World Series. What does your overall liability look like on San Francisco? Yeah, in the state of Nevada, it's big. Uh, Giants fans are backed very, very well up north in the Tahoe, yeah. Reno area. It's only an hour and a half, two-hour drive, and, and and they're very loyal to the Giants. And then you factor in that the Padres and the Dodgers were considered the two best teams in baseball going into the season. So their their season win total was like sixty-eight and a half. So all the other prices were huge. So it didn't take fast for liability to add up. So yeah, it's it's up there. I mean. Many, many millions. Uh, but you know what? I don't even know why we're sweating the Giants because if the Astros win, it's twenty million. So uh, yeah, we got a couple teams we need to f- uh, fade in the World Series. Oh, that's right. Uh, a certain gentleman from Houston, I'm guessing, right? That is correct. Yeah, furniture. A big fan of furniture. <laughs> yes, big it, fan of furniture. Is is he up or down lifetime with you? You know, I don't know. Uh, okay. if, if, I, I don't have a figure. If I was to guess, I'd say small winner, but it could be either way. But I, I really don't know off the top of my head because it's been so many years in so many states, uh, and, you know, you lose track after time. So many different events going all throughout the day and night. How, how are things going with the Olympics and the handle? Yeah, it's wild. You know, you wake up and you're right now, the Australia just polished off a team in, in, in the basketball, so we lost to that, but... I think we lost the side in the USA game, won the total. Uh, but, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's good action, not great, uh, but it definitely fills some time that we would be doing nothing, that's for sure. Does anything substantial come in on it? Because I know that what that Finky guy opened 40-1 to 1 in, 
in one of the events and closed eight. I mean, do you think any is anything coming you know, worth mentioning on the air? Or anything surprise you with some of the the bets that come in? You know, it's relative, I think, compared to the action that we take daily on baseball uh-huh. or NBA playoffs or whatever. It's it's tiny. But compared to some other stuff, uh, you know, it's decent. I mean, you know, the, the golf was bet pretty good. The basketball's getting bet pretty good. So, you know, you want to win the decisions. I mean, it will mean something to the bottom line. But in the grand scheme of things, it's how you do in football, baseball, basketball. Yeah. Does anything stand out at all, though, like with those smaller sports, like track and field? Is that more popular than, than swimming uh, compared to gymnastics, any of that stuff? All of those are not events. Anything yeah. that people have, the masses have, see every four years, it, it's not even bad. Just some sharp action or some halfway interested spectators. Yeah, track and field, nothing. Swimming, nothing. Although All those are nothing. They, you really have to get to either soccer, tennis, basketball, or, or golf to get any real action. What did you guys do uh, with the Carson Wentz news that we had uh, you know, we learned it over the weekend, and then, Nick, we found out yesterday the guy's going to be out 5 to 12, 12 weeks, so it's borderline, you know, impossible to get a gauge on what to do with him. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the, the scary, we had to do something. Obviously, Tennessee became uh, uh, the big favorite in the division. Season wins upped by them, and Colts downgraded. But you know what? I mean, what what has Wentz done in the last two years? And the foundation in Indianapolis is super good. Great running game, uh, great defense, good coaching. So if Easton comes in as halfway decent or if they sign a halfway decent veteran out of the blue at the last minute, do they really fall down that much? So, you know, it's anyone's guess. I mean, it really is. I mean, if it was the Carson Wentz of MVP four years ago, it's a different story. But this guy was beaten up and battered and confident shake in the last two years. So how far is the fall off? You tell me. I don't think it's, I don't think it's really that big, to be honest. I'm with you on that. I said earlier that don't we have... I don't know. Again, yeah. we made some minor adjustments. And, you know, the, obviously the sharp battles will straighten us out if, we'd, we, yeah. if we went too far or not enough. So I'm not, you know, not really worried about it. I feel bad for Wentz. I thought he was going to be in a great spot there, but... You know that's that's football. That's in. There's injuries every day. No, you made good points. Do they go out and get a veteran? Although I don't think it's going to happen. But that's the tricky thing because of the timeline that he's out for yep. five, five to twelve. So I think they'll eliminate going out and getting a veteran. We we discussed this earlier. Good job by you and your traders with these creative props you put up, and they were out early with the NFL. Uh, you know, to win fifteen games is up every year. It was fourteen, but now we added game uh, longest touchdown from scrimmage. Will someone throw for 500 yards? But how about some of this other stuff that you put up, like most interceptions and sacks and and, and that kind of stuff about how you come up with a number? Yeah, well, we we go from year to year to year and see how they bet, bet it, and then and then just take a stab at it. And like I said, we'll we'll put it up, and if we're way off, someone will straighten us out. And if we don't get, and then if we don't get any real sharp action, then we know we hit the number on the head. So. Yeah, just more ways to bet, and we do, we just added a bunch of stuff last week as well. So, uh, NFL is king. People want to bet it. People want to talk about it. Let's just knock on wood, get through it fairly mm-hmm. COVID free. I just, you know, with these spikes and, and and you just you just pray that no one has to forfeit or, you know, like the Viking quarterback situation, something like that. Obviously, we saw that with Denver last year. They all their quarterbacks were missing, and a wide receiver played quarterback. So. 
I thought we were going to be behind it, but looking forward to the next month, you just never know. Yeah, like 61.5 for the field goal yeah. prop, I think, yeah. is just wild. Like, what is it, only five? Yeah. Paul, since like 2007, have gone over 61.5. I think it's a very intriguing number, Nick. Yeah, no, we, uh, I think when we first started that prop a few, I don't know, five, six years ago, it was 59.5 and 58.5. And, and it's just the legs are getting stronger. Uh, there's always the Denver factor at altitude. Uh, and the, the domes, I mean, you can fly. The, those guys are pretty good. So, yeah, we went with six. What did we go with, 61 and a half? Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it'll be interesting to see if someone gets it. Obviously, it, the only time you'll get that is at the end of a half or the end of the game, but it's very possible. Anything to report to come in substantial in the last week? I know a lot of people find this stuff interesting. Uh, it's not everyone's cup of tea. But I know you guys are everywhere now with all your, your so many locations. But you just see, because at William Hill U.S., they tweeted out. Like the other day, you took like 150000 on the Mets. So, someone uh, made another big bet on one, one of the Olympic. But it, it's just astonishing. You know, you've been doing this since the mid-'80s. But you just see how the action. And you just, well, didn't some guy bet the whole board in baseball last week, 100000 a shot? He did, for sure. Uh, yeah, that that action is becoming more and more common. Uh, people, you know, there's a lot of money in this world, and people are, you know, embracing sports betting. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot of big wagers, you know, just like, you know, the furniture guy or, or anything else. I mean, yesterday a guy had uh, Tampa Bay minus one and a half for 200000 plus 05. Oh. So it, it, it's every day. Uh, every day someone's attacking large. Yeah. Now, I'm not surprised anymore. I mean, you wow. you and, like, Jimmy Vaccaro have been talking about this now for a handful of years where just, I mean, nothing's slowing it down. Even the pandemic last year, I mean, Christ, people were finding everything to bet on it that they, you know, that could at the time. Yeah, and, you know, the thing, that, the, the Pacquiao fight, that's a seven-figure liability. They're just pounding Manny like it's going out of style. So that's going to be that, that handle on that fight because at some point there's going to be some – Spence money, people thinking it got way too cheap. I mean, the thing opened way higher. That fight is going to draw incredible action. Yeah. All right, Nick, thanks for popping on today. We appreciate it. All right, guys, have a good week. Good to talk to you. Take care. There you go. The other thing, too, uh, this happened during the summer of Paul. Speaking to the the bets, there was a guy who went to William Hill and put a million dollars on Utah Jazz money line the first game Kawhi was out. Loser. Yeah, that's, money right. Line. that's right. He risked a million. Lost the game. Remember watching the game? I remember that, yeah. Ball played well. The mm. rest of the team played well. And those, the, the, in, the How about the guy, 100,000 on every baseball game? Yeah, one of the On a thing. whim. One of the whole it's okay, thing. Let's, yep. let's fire away yep. today. I'm feeling good. Yep, he didn't want to talk about Kane. Uh, I respect that. No problem yeah. there. Uh, the That was the other thing about the NBA playoffs. The in-play was out of control. Atlanta was 45-1 to 1 in Game 5, against down 24 the, late third quarter. Yeah. Utah was up, what, 22 against the Clippers? Blew it in the second had him, half? Had them buried, yes. Oh, there were so yep. many games like that in the playoffs. Sure. You just saw astronomical payouts. And, it, and, it was and almost they, like every single night what yeah. was happening. The NBA playoffs were just the way it happened. I mean, first of all, the Bucks are not champions if the Nets are healthy. No. no. Not going to happen. No. Another good example. Weren't they down? Weren't they down sixteen in the first quarter and then led in the yes. second of one yes. of the finals games? That was against the Suns. Yeah. yeah, down huge, and I think they had the lead at halftime.
they, they actually they won the first half money line bet. <laughs> and when they were down by 16, there was, was it was bad. a small, there was like yeah. plus $5 or whatever, that number. Yeah, you know, Michael Lombardi's right about that. This time of year with football, all you're going to hear is, this guy's awesome, this guy looks amazing, I can't get over how good, the, I'm, look, I'm right now looking at, on TweetDeck, some of the stuff coming in from the media today, that's all it is. This rookie looks phenomenal. This quarterback is having an unbelievable exactly right. you know, they, training camp. How bad is it? They did it with Christian Hackenberg. That's right. Looks okay in Second practice. Round pick. Never That's got right. on the field ever. That's yeah. right. The elephant man. When the season started, they hit him in a room. Look away. He was, couldn't get on the field, but it was like, wasn't, oh, there a, wasn't there a tweet from a guy covering the team? I'm the, telling you what right that's now. That's right. I'd Hackenberg. Like to remember gonna, Every single player in the league. Yeah. Joe Montana. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us. Back tomorrow. Um, loaded show once again. Andy Jeff's going to be on the program. Uh, good luck with your bets tonight. See you at 7 Eastern. Adios. back with season two i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael to the legend behind la bamba lou diamond phillips when i walked in i didn't think i had a shot at richie because john stamos's picture was already up on the wall listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.